So to date this episode a little bit, today is the day I just got back from PAX. And man, I got up this morning at like 6.30 to get on the flight to come home. Mm-hmm. And like, I had to re- ride the light rail in, into the airport and that was like an hour long. And then I get all my bags and I had to wait in this long line and I get to where I'm supposed to check my bags and she's taking forever. And she just looks at me and you know she you know she said to me, Chris? Huh, what'd she say? I have more trophies than you. Guys, uh, hello and welcome to I Have More Games Than or no, oh my god. Wow, oh uh, so you're taking see, over. This yeah. is yeah. <laughs> you're <laughs> just doing you're doing my job now? <laughs> Welcome everybody to episode four of I Have More Trophies Than You. Is it episode four? About, yeah, it's episode four. Holy shit. Stepping on my intro. I am. I'm excited and, uh, to talk a, about this. It's show. a podcast about video games and the way we play them. My name is Ryan and I am the host. Hey, my name is Chris and I'm the co-host. Well, also the host. Yeah, that's true. That's that's what a co-host is. We are equals. Yes. One in the same. Ryan, you went to PAX. What? How was it? I went to PAX. I literally, okay, so yeah, to, to date this episode, literally, I got in today. Yeah. And it, I, uh, it is currently 11, it's 11-11 on the East Coast at night on uh, the 7th of September. I had the dumbass idea to get up at 6.30 in the morning, go to the airport, fly home, and then immediately go back to work. That's insane to me. Like that was a bad show. I, 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 like a week ago when I did this, is like, yeah, it'll be fine. Like I'll fly in. I'll have like an hour or two before I have to go to work. I'll see some patients. <laughs> it's no big deal. And that was the worst fucking experience of my life. Oh, like I, I couldn't imagine. Like I, I've never. I maybe there have been like one time where I was like, you know, I could probably do like a four hour or something. But like, yeah, I couldn't imagine going in and seeing patients and then like doing a day's and work. And it's a physical job. And I'm just like, oh, this is this was a bad idea, <laughs> but I got through it, and now I'm here. I just had some Olive Garden for dinner because I don't have any food in my house. Shouts out Olive Garden if you want to sponsor us. Yeah, Olive Garden, um, we're waiting for you. Uh, but we still need that GameFly, Dave. GameFly, GameFly number one. Dave GameFly, on. hit hit us up, up, and then Steve Olive Garden. I do like. I don't uh, know if you've noticed it, but um, there were a couple people. Uh, tweeting about it, saying like, "Hey, give oh, these yeah. guys sponsorship," and they're like, "Oh yeah, th- do the affiliate thing." And I was like, "Oh no, we we need you to no, court no, us. No. We need you to come to us and tell us you want us." I want I want GameFly to actually be like, "You're good enough. Anyone could be an as- affiliate. I want to be a real sponsored right podcast." Um, but yeah, uh, <clears throat> man, for a quick, if I can take a couple minutes out of our video game podcast to talk about packs, what it was a weird year. Uh, there's no way around that. Did I have a great time? I absolutely had a great time because everyone complaining about PAX is complaining about the, the expo floor and there's no bones about it. The expo floor was dog shit. Yeah. Like there was nothing there. There were a couple indie games. There was one I'll talk about uh, that I did like, but other than that, it was mostly people selling Pokemon cards and dice. You would have had a great time. <laughs> um, and then lots of people just selling like shirts and game mats and stuff like that. And then some indie games that you've probably never heard of. And that, and there was one big game, Tales of Arise, from Bandai Namco, and I kept saying, "It's like, you know, I don't even really care about the games, those games, but I should play it to play it because it's the only thing here." But since it was the only thing there, there was always a ninety to two hour minute, uh, two hour wait, ninety minutes to two hour wait. Fuck, jeez, leave, leave all this in. Um, 
so people can hear how fucking tired <laughs> I am. Um, and so I just never did it. Uh, but I still had a great time. I yeah. was hanging out with the Mega 64 boys uh, and helping them at the booth. I uh, got to go to our good friend Jared's panel, Jared from Cheap Ass Gamer. Then we watched some wrestling. We watched AEW All Out in a hotel. That was fun to do as a big group of friends. You know, ate a bunch of hot dogs, went to Dintai Funk, tried Hot Pot for the first time ever in my life. That oh, was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it was very messy, but very, very mm-hmm. tasty. Ate a bunch of Seattle dogs, you know, went on Wings Over Washington, went to the Seattle Aquarium from Last of Us 2, which does not look at all like it does in Last of Us 2, by the way, at all. There's an aquarium. That's about where the... Uh, the similarities the, end. The similarities end. <laughs> I, I did make a fun tour. It was like, this is dog shit. You can't even... I was like, this place sucks. You can't even see where Ellie stabbed Abby's dog. <laughs> and it was, I thought that was funny. But overall, I had a great time. The one game I did get to play that was like, hey, I'll probably buy this is a PSVR game that I was already maybe thinking about called I Expect You to Die 2. It's, uh, it's a PSVR like puzzle escape room game based on like James Bond. So right. it's like you're the spy, you know, no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. And so there was one before I never played it. Uh, this one came out, does have a platinum. I asked about it and it's got trophies and I played around for a little bit. Mm-hmm. It it controlled really well. Of course, I was playing out on a Vive, not a PSVR, so it probably controlled way better. But oh, yeah. it was it seemed pretty fun from what I got to play. The only downside is the main voice is Will Wheaton. So ah, fuck. Okay. But, you know, other than that. Uh, I'm excited to play that some, and uh, that's that's my packs wrap up. I uh, I had some adventures, so and I saw and I saw Shang Chi and Jared Jared Thorban from Cheap Ass Gamer fell asleep during that movie. He keeps saying he was just closing one eye, but if Jared says he did that, no, he's a lie. I saw both eyes closed. He was asleep. Go ahead. <laughs> did you uh I, I sight uh oh my god slight tangent? Did you enjoy Shang Chi? Oh yeah, really, that, <laughs> but yeah. Does it? Is it? I, th- funny, I think it's Shang Chi. I don't. Know. I don't. I, I, I keep getting listen, corrected man, here. I'm from, <laughs> dude. I'm from El Cajon, California. Shang Chi is good enough. Uh, I love fuck, that. that movie rules. That's yeah. like, I can't believe they basically made like a giant Hong Kong, you know, kung fu epic movie, and also it's funny, and also it's a Marvel movie, and yeah. also like you know, the abomination shows up, which like. Uh, I, I, and I, I promise we won't stick on it too long and spoilers that's, and stuff. That's not a spoiler. He's in the fucking, yeah, he's in the so. commercials. But like when he's out of the scene, like when he is leaving the scene, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm so excited for this next chapter in Marvel. Like, yeah, I'm stoked. I, Give Shang, I was, Shang-Chi 500 movies that I want, fucking rules. I want Simu Liu to be like the, the, the like the the captain america i know yeah the captain america will be the captain america of but course. i'm saying like listen i like anthony mackie that dude is hilarious simu lu is mm-hmm. he's he's great at action and also dude is fucking funny oh yeah. uh, and aquafina was really good too i've i haven't really watched a lot of her stuff i saw her in oceans eight and that movie sucks <laughs> so i was probably like oh, i don't know if she's any good but turns out she's really funny so shouts out mm-hmm. shang chi Great, great movie. Go see that movie if you haven't. Um, but we're not here to talk no. about movies, Chris. We're not. We're not. We're here to talk about video games. And we are. for the first time in our storied career, I'm going to be passing the reins over to you because you know more about this game than I do. 
I do. Uh, so what what are we talking about this week on the good old podcast? Oh no, wait. Time out. Uh-huh. We're not doing that yet. We're not. What are we We're doing? doing? What have you been playing since last oh, time? Oh, God, yeah. Um, shit. Man, I've been playing a lot of shit. Um, yeah. I, I tried out a... Oh, a, to tag on to the last episode, I had mentioned that I was uh, stepping into Void Bastards and checking that out. Uh, I think I'm done with it, though. I, I it did, It's neat. It's a it's a cute little roguelike. Um, I... It was kind of one of those games that I played for like three hours and I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I, I don't think I need to play the rest of this. Um, but check it out if you're into it's a first person shooter roguelike kind of like mashup of FTL and any other, you know, roguelite you've ever played. Uh, I, I've tried out, uh, I've been playing a little bit more Splitgate, which is still kind of like the new hotness. And then I've been just like really deep into some like nitty gritty Final Fantasy 14 stuff, which is just like crafting and trying to make money in it. And it's just, I, I don't, I'm doing a bunch of stuff in that game right now that I don't know if I could ever recommend somebody doing. <laughs> so, uh, oh, it's the kind of shit I would do. Um, I don't know. Cause for, for trophies um a, a little it's it is that kind of um like the shit that no one should do except right. but you have to do it because like yeah for example what I, what i'm doing right now is i like i've done all my class quests for fisher uh, i've got it at 80 and everything i've got 500 gear for it everything whatever um but what i'm doing right now is a class or a quest that i had since 2.4 now this is like almost like what six six to eight years ago that i picked this quest up and i've had it in my journal since i've just had it like hidden because it's really annoying it's a level 50 quest and what i have to do is i have to catch the legendary fish of six different areas but here's the catch they only spawn for like 11 minutes every like maybe 24 hours <laughs> is it the same 11 minutes or is it a random 11 minutes? oh it's a random 11 minutes how would you even know um, How would you know it's the 11 minutes when it spawns? So there is a because so with these ones, I've and to note, I've caught four of the six so far. So I'm, I'm doing OK. It's just these last two are a pain in the ass. But there is um there is a weather tracker like NPC in the game. Uh, and they'll tell you like, hey, for the next two days in game, which is like next, I, I think roughly two hours in real life time. Uh, here's what the weather is going to be in each area. So basically what I have to do is I have a tracker app right now <laughs> and I I have the fish pulled up and then it's like these are the conditions that need to be met for me to be there which is basically like it needs to move from one weather pattern to it like a, it has to be a specific weather pattern to a different very specific weather pattern. Um, and that's all random I assume. Yeah. And so right now the the hardest one I've been trying to get in eight hours it will maybe open up that's the thing is like it <laughs> it's it's not even guaranteed it is just possible in the next eight hours it will open up so or like in eight hours time so like i can check in eight hours if it doesn't pop then the next time after that would be three hours after that um and then the other one is in three hours and if it doesn't pop within that three hours then it's another three hours that i have to wait and that's what it's been for the last like week for me is just keeping keeping it up and then being like oh it's it's fair skies okay if if it turns into to a blizzard i can go catch this fish for you know it'll be up for maybe 11 minutes so and I, like the one i've like i've come really close to catching it and i fail it like right at the last second and then the other one i haven't even gotten the weather yet so 
Okay, I'm hearing a lot. You're you're saying it's not the same. This is exactly the same. <laughs> oh, it you're is. Yeah, is me. You're the same as me now. I don't want to hear shit. The shit <laughs> I do anymore. I just want to get this quest same. done. <laughs> But like other than that, I've I've been just like maxing out my crafters and 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 doing all that fun stuff. Okay. So, but yeah, I Final Fantasy fourteen is is the game where I'm like, if there's content to do, I want to be able to do it all. Like I just I it's like the one game that just you know for the last ten years it's just been that for me. So well, in the time that you were playing that since last time, I platinum twenty eight new games. Oh my god! Like and and went to PAX. And went to pack. Jeez. To be fair, a lot of these are super easy ones because A, there was a mm-hmm. sale, and B, I'm trying to get to a very specific number. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I had one, one non, uh, I also had one non platinum 100%, but I'll just quickly run through the shitty games. I did finally finish the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance Tactics, graciously oh, from our friends at, at, at Gamefly. Then we got ZJ the Ball, level two, three, and four have all been completed. That is, of course, the games made by that crazy Christian cult. Uh, we got Orbibot, which is a, a shitty Marble Madness. We got Horror Break and Horror Break Head to Head. Once again, the same exact Brick Breaker game, but with different clip art. I planned doing a game entirely in Japanese. Wait, you said it's the, is it literally just the same game? Just So there's the, there are these games called the Break series. They started with a game called uh, Sushi Break, and then... Uh, they put out another game called Donut Break, and people are like, wait a second. <laughs> it's the same exact game, but they took out all the sushi stuff oh, and, just and made it donuts. And then all of a sudden, they noticed people were buying them for the platinum trophies. Uh, I have, over the course of, let's hold on. Give me one second. The very first one I platinumed on, actually, last year, August of 2020. In oh. the last year, I have platinumed. <laughs> 28 versions of this game oh my gosh and each one is 6.99 wait <laughs> yeah See, do the dedication math. right here do the fucking math because i would have just bought comics or something <laughs> hey i like brick breaker games each one takes me about anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour to complete and comes out once every couple of weeks it's like oh time to play a little brick breaker Hell yeah. Honestly, uh, Brick Breaker is a classic. I, I can't fault you for it. Yeah. Uh, hey, I platinumed a game entirely in Japanese called Air. It was a visual novel. Oh, hell yeah. Did I you don't know it? what happened. I, <laughs> I have no idea what happened in it. I found a guide online and I matched up the symbols to the hiragana. Is that right? Um, it, I mean, they use three different uh, syllabries like at once. To one, so. to one of their alphabets. And then I just yeah. got that. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I was dating somebody. I don't know. Uh, Pretty Girls Panic in both PS4 and PS5. That is basically just uh, kick. What was that game where you have to draw the line? Like you get a big box and you have to draw a line across it to like get parts of the box filled in, but you can't let the things touch it. I have no clue. You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Kick, kicks, click, clicks. I don't know. Click. It's an old game. Anyway, this is just that, but with anime titties. Soccer Succubus 4 on both PS4 and PS5. Mars Odyssey through our friends at Gamefly. That is a VR game where you get to go to Mars. And that's like I, in nine minutes, you get 100% trophies. Uh, then some more shit like Castle of Pixel Skulls on the PS4. One-Eyed Lee in the Dinner Party on PS4 and PS5. That sucked. Norman's Great Illusion, which is a game all about co- why everyone should be a communist. Whatever. It was dog shit. <laughs> and they called Enter Digiton by Q, the hundreds of melodies. Super Destronaut DX2. A lot of these, I've, if I'm not saying I platinum twice because they have two versions of PS4 and PS5. A puzzle game called Mina and Michi. A uh, shooter called Donuts and Justice. 112 Seed. And, uh, oh, 
I didn't platinum it because I'm at 799 and I want a specific game to be 800. So I had to stop. But on the trip, I pulled out my trusty Vita and I got to play a game that I've already platinum twice, but I have the physical version. One that I wanted to. This is my recommendation of the of the episode. Very cool game. It's on PS4, Vita and Switch called Reverie. You ever heard of this? Uh, no, I haven't. Tell me about it. it. Is an, it's an indie game that's basically a a love letter to Link to the Past. Hmm. It takes place, a kid is going to visit his grandparents on an island in New Zealand, and they're just like, oh, by the way, the island is haunted by evil spirits. Could you take care of that? <laughs> and then you just play the Link to the Past. Oh, uh, it's, 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 it's not very long. There's only like six dungeons, only five to beat the game. The last one's like a bonus dungeon. And... Pretty simple. A couple good, like, interesting puzzles that really make you think. Plays well, has some good humor, and uh, it's pretty cheap on everything. So, hey, if you're just looking for a fun little couple hours playing something that reminds you of Link to the Past, might I suggest Reverie? Hell yeah. I'll have to check that out. I love Link to yeah, the you, Past. So. You, you would like it. You would like it. But, yeah, that's that's been mine. You'll notice that I, I was playing a lot of dog shit, and you're like, Ryan, why don't you play any good games? Well, that's because the good games I haven't finished yet. And I, these are the what my my daily routine is very simple. I go to work, I come home during lunch. I usually buy or still or have from a sale one shit easy game that only takes about 15 to 20 minutes. Then I go back to work and I come home. And then at night is when I play the good games and those take longer to finish. That way I'm getting a steady stream of platinums to like get that serotonin in my system, but I'm also actually playing good games. I get that a lot from people. They're like, Ryan, you only play dog shit. It's like, no, no, no. I play good games. It's just the dog shit games get done faster. Right. But, you know, uh, I'm still teetering right underneath that 100 mark. I'm at 108 right now. I do want to break the top 100 in the country. 728 in the world, so that ain't bad. But yeah, that's what we've been playing. That's the game I wanted to talk about. But now it's time to do the thing that we were going to do earlier that I accidentally <laughs> did early. And I'm going to hand the in the if you are a a valued listener, a valued viewer of I have more trophies than you. You know that usually I lead the conversation and I like to talk about the games just because that's kind of how we've been doing it. But on this one, this one is Chris's uh, fault. <laughs> And so, Chris, please talk about the game we're going to talk about this episode and uh, introduce it to the viewers who already know what it is because it's the name of the episode, but let's pretend like they don't. We are talking about Final Fantasy XV. This uh, is your fault. This this is. And, you know, this is going to be like a therapy session for me. Because, <laughs> like, I feel like I've got... Um, I've got so many opinions about this game. I love this game. It is a beautiful story. Uh, I hate this game. It is a piece of dog shit story. Um, I really like this game and I defend it, but I also have a lot of problems with this game. Also, it was broken as fuck when I played it. Oh, man. I mean, it's still. See, that's the thing is that. No, like, I mean, there were parts of this game that were unplayably broken <laughs> see i i cannot wait like i think we're gonna have more of a discussion with this i'm gonna quickly just go through the story i'm not gonna like explain everything because this is a jrpg everyone so this is you know expect 60 hour gameplay maybe um uh or i honestly you could probably do this game in less than 20 it, it that's the problem with it though right <laughs> it's it's just for, for what is there 
not a lot. What should be there, what you can do, I guess, there could be a lot. But yeah, this this is the game. This is the boy band uh, driving in your car with your bros game. It follows the story of Noctis, uh, who is the prince of the crown city of Insomnia. Please, uh, his full name, go ahead. Oh boy, it's, uh, I do not remember his full name. <laughs> It's like Cal- Noctis Lucis Callum. There it is. God, it's just a mouthful. Um, Fucking dork. Noctis Lucius Callum. Yes, but Noctis uh, does look cool. He does. All the designs in this game are great. Uh, like, I'll give it. This game is uh, it, honestly. Uh, it originally, it actually started as Final Fantasy Versus Thirteen. Uh, yeah. I don't know if like people really remember that nowadays, but like, uh, yeah, this game was announced in two thousand and six. Uh, Fuck. <laughs> and it came out in 2016. Tw- late 2016 at that. Um, December 2016. Yeah, it, it spent 10 years in development. Uh, after the <laughs> after the sixth year, uh, Square Enix decided to kick Tetsuya Nomura off the project. And then uh, they, they installed uh, Hajime Tobata. Uh, no, ta- Tabata. Tobata is where I used to live. Tabata is the developer or the director of this game. Yeah. You're making fun of me for Shang-Chi. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, they. This game started out as Final Fantasy Versus Thirteen. It was supposed to be a uh, companion game to Final Fantasy Thirteen, and the whole um, Fabula Novala Crystallis, whatever the fucking you know saga of Final Fantasy Thirteen was supposed to be. This was supposed to take place in like this alternate world that was kind of you you know a little bit more like ours, I guess, or like a more uh, what's the term um, romantic era of our time. Our, or like you know earth or whatever uh, it just it, it had a different feel to it and then it went silent <laughs> it went silent for six years or uh, yeah about six years is when uh they announced at e3 that hey uh final fantasy 15 is coming out and actually uh it's it's that other 13 game it, we're, we're just calling it 15 now for some reason and also hey we've kicked off to nomura which you know thank god because he do not give that guy any more games <laughs> Um, I I love like his oh that's where I'm getting back to is his designs I love his designs I love the worlds he like wants to build but the problem is is he's he's too ambitious for his own good I still say that this game if it had you know a full full development cycle because it's very clear it didn't surprisingly although it had 10 years to develop um, I think it could have been one of the greatest fucking JRPGs that have ever been made unfortunately it is not that but yes we we do start out as Noctis the prince of insomnia uh he is away aren't they going to meet his new wife or something yeah there there was a uh that's kind of the start of the game it oh god this the opening of this game is such a mess because i'm like where do you even start because like this game technically starts with a movie <laughs> like oh yeah i watched that movie uh, fucking kingsley King's yeah so like I, all i remember about that movie is that aaron uh what the fuck is, is it aaron name? paul the aaron, aaron paul yeah, is in it from breaking bad yeah yeah, I don't remember anything about that movie. I think he plays Nix, who's like the main character of that movie. Yeah, uh, the dad's in it, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Who's played by, uh, I think, Sean Bean, right? Is it? I believe so. Uh, like for the movie, right. not, in, not in the game, but in the movie it was. The game, it sounds like Peter O'Toole. I don't actually think it is, but. Yeah, but like it. 
yeah, so this game starts, you're, you're technically, yes, you're supposed to make your way to Altissia, um, which is another city, you know, separated on another continent, um, to meet your future wife, who is your long-time, like, childhood friend, uh, Lady Lunafreya. Uh, she is also the Oracle of Light. I don't, I don't know what they call her, the Oracle of Light. She's the Oracle of Light in this game. Who, She's the fucking oracle that's all that matters. yeah she she's there to guide noctis as he becomes king the uh, insomnia the nation of insomnia is at war with uh fucking oh my god why is my brain just dying right now uh they're at war with somebody niflheim. I, they're at war with niflheim isn't that the same as yep. in fucking final fantasy 14 yeah or niflheim i think is their main city it's gralia or something like that grilea yeah that's it because it's, it's not yeah it's it's not the garleans it's grilea because you know whatever um although it's garlia and everything else but um yeah so you are on your way to altissia to meet your wife fucking your dad gets murdered <laughs> and you're like what and then you have to go back to the city it's it's such a mess because this is like you the first chapter of the game is meant for you to play and you're just kind of like oh cool we're gonna like hit this road trip and go to altissia and get married and then like i'll become the king yeah. one day but no you, you get the best part of the beginning which is they're like it's road trip time and then they play fucking oh some the like, theme florence of the game the machine uh stand by me isn't it by florence and the machine yeah it's it's uh the cover of of, uh, Stand by me, by, Stand by me, and then you go and you meet like the Sid, which is a girl, and she wants mm-hmm. your American Express card. Yeah, and you can, you get Coleman camping gear, and then you're like, "What is this game?" And then they're like, "By the way, your dad's just been murdered." I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? Because you you're like you know you're meeting all the the characters that you're gonna see for the rest of the game, of course. But then like as you get to the boat for Altissia, they're like, "Oh, dude, we're closed," and you're like, w- w- "What's going on?" And then that's when you see, like, on the news, oh, the, the city of Insomnia has fallen. <laughs> like, there was meant to be a uh, peace treaty signing uh, that was going to be Lunafreya gets married to Noctis, and that ends the war as long as the city of Insomnia drops their shield, basically. And, of course, you know, they, they let everyone into the city while Noctis is away, uh, and that's when Grelea makes their move and just kills uh, Emperor... Re- or, not Emperor, but Lord Lord Regis, or King Regis, there we go, um, who's Noctis's dad. Uh, this is actually when the game actually should be paused, and then you should go watch Kingsglaive, because that's when the movie happens. It's in between chapters one and two. Uh, you are making your way back to the city of Insomnia, uh, because... Yeah, but the king's in that movie. Yes, uh, because it's it is the... It is technically, like, the news story it is it is that is the moment you're supposed to go do it because they don't want you to know that the king is dead before noctis finds out the king is that makes more sense because i did watch that movie yeah he dies in that and then the whole is like i'm here everything's fine i'm like didn't you bite it yeah because that that's the whole thing is that the movie kingsglaive which is packaged with the game is roughly five hours of the game they cut out into a like two-hour movie that's why when you watch that movie, you're like, oh, man, like some of these scenes just look like cut scenes from the game. And then some of it look like they were animated because they'd cut 
stuff out so that they could at least weave together like what kind of happens in this five hour period where you were supposed to play as Nyx. So, you know, that's always a good sign uh, for when you're playing a game is they're like, hey, uh, we couldn't finish the game. So here's a couple of the cutscenes to tide you over. So um, kind of, you know, kind of a rough start. But you find out that basically the King's Glaive, which are the the royal knights of the king or they've all been slain or at least like the couple that escape um are like you know on their last limb uh the king is killed and the power of the kings has been surrendered now you as noctis are like oh shit let's get back to insomnia and figure out what's going on because i am now the king uh you start making your way back once you get to the city you learn pretty fucking quickly that hey you shouldn't return to the city. There's fucking bad dudes everywhere. They've taken claim of the city. So that's when you basically start your whole, I would say, like the biggest part of the game, which is the open world. Is That is when you are out and you are trying to figure out what is your next step. This is when you meet uh, uh, fucking, or this is when like Luna Freya basically tells you, hey, you need to go get the power of the kings and you need to get all the blessings of all the gods uh, so that they will grant you the power of the kings with uh, the ring um, whenever that time comes. But like until then, I'm going to go around and talk to the gods and make sure they're cool with you being the king and you should do that too uh so that we can just cut that down we'll meet up in alticia we'll get married and then we'll stop all the bad dudes from doing all the bad things um obviously you're supposed to go and do that but instead if you're like me you spend the next 20 hours doing side quests right and which i'll be fair i did like my fair share and then there was like that point where i was just like i kind of just want to get this done with i was actually looking at the trophy list before we went live recording this and it's like all the trophies seem like fairly doable and it looks like all the ones that i got were like you know just fucking play the game (laughs) like you you couldn't you couldn't be more than more wrong but we'll get to that Okay. Oh yeah, I, I'm excited. I, like I can't wait. Although uh, I see four right now, where I'm like, yeah, I definitely didn't do those. But like, yeah. So this is when you're just kind of like going out, uh, doing your fucking thing, taking photos with Prompto, uh, catching fish. You meet up with Kor, who's uh, the fucking head of the King's Glaive. He's still alive and kicking. Uh, he basically tells you, do not go back to the city. But you keep having these weird headaches, right? And, like, you're passing out, and you're just like, what the hell is going on? In your vision that you, like, have when you have this headache, you keep seeing uh, this meteor impact site where you're just kind of like, huh, I wonder why I keep fucking seeing that. There must be something weird going on there. Like, let's go check it out and see what's going on. As you start making your way there, find out that there are earthquakes happening more frequently. And whenever you get to the impact site, hey, guess what? It's fucking Titan. The fucking deity of fucking earth so you're like hey this is a perfect time i'm gonna meet up with titan i'm gonna get his blessing and it'll all be cool uh it or it doesn't go quite that way because you run into who is the main antagonist of this game spoilers arden izunia and he's like this like kind of like smooth talking you know traditional bad guy for final fantasy he leads you in here and then 
sends in a bunch of fucking Niflheim troops and then leaves you to fight Titan basically by yourself. You fucking do it. You beat him, whatever. Arden then shows up at the end again and is like, all right, come on my plane. I'll I'll get you guys out of here. Don't worry. I'm a total good guy. Like, you can trust me. And you know immediately you're just like, I'm going to kill that fucker at the end of the game. God, this game, it just like... It just keeps going. It just keeps going. Like, because it's just like... I know how just ridiculous and it's like I, I've been no 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 like keep saying yeah. why that is the point of this podcast is for people right. to hear how ridiculous this game is so yeah you you show up you beat Titan you get his blessing uh, the earthquakes kind of stop after that uh, Arden helps you with this dropship he you know drops you off you know fucking down the road and is like hey take it easy i know you know i work for the other team but it's cool like we can work together we already have your city you know this is when you lose the regalia which is your car that you drive around uh and you are then tasked to uh trying to find it uh you basically then go to all the different like niflheim uh bases and you're just doing your own like kind of like infiltration missions kind of like because you can kind of stealthily go through them um which is kind of neat um although i played metal gear 5 before this so it didn't really feel that good to me when i was doing it um but you meet a couple other like important characters uh most notably the commodore uh of niflheim uh Aranea highwind she's the like lady dragoon character that you meet throughout the game kind of looks like lightning a little bit uh, you meet her at one of the bases. She kind of like, you know, intervenes a little bit, but like knows that you're kind of like doing, I don't know. She She's starting to lose her faith in, in her nation is what's happening. You find the regalia. You run into Luna Freya's brother, uh, Ravis, who is like super important. He is the, he's basically your uh i guess equivalent for niflheim uh he is like the prince of niflheim he shows up you fight him man this game just sucks <laughs> it's just you're, you're 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 not even halfway through Keep I, I, well th- that's the that's the thing is that when we meet ravis he's kind of that like checkpoint right he is he's the next checkpoint because he starts off what is the last part of the open world uh and he after you beat him your then next move is to try to figure out what arden's doing uh you can't you know really discern whether you can trust him or not and at this point i believe gladio is just like hey bro i'm leaving the party for a little bit see you later have fun he goes off and does his own thing. That's actually a DLC that you can do later. Um, they cut half of this game out in the middle. Right. And like, you're just like, hey, I, there's a time skip that apparently was only in there due to time constraints. Like it was never, correct me if I'm wrong, but the way I, uh, I, I kind of understood it is like that time skip in the middle of the game was actually supposed to be part of the game that they pulled out. Then they put it back in later. But when you play that game before they do that, mm-hmm. all of a sudden everyone's talking like, I haven't seen you in 10 years. Like, what the yeah. fuck are you talking about? Because that that's pretty much the point with Ravis because then uh, Gladio leaves the party and you're like, oh shit. And he goes off for a little bit to kind of, basically to, what he does is he goes to fight uh, Gilgamesh and become like, 
the warrior he is meant to be, you know? Uh, he wants to be the guy that can stand and be the knight for Noctis. So you you can go and do that in a DLC. You also kind of get a little bit more background on Kor in that DLC because he's a big Kor. part of it. Uh, Kor, yeah. Oh, he's he's the head of the Kingsglaive. Um, the, I think I mentioned earlier. Um, but yeah, he, he goes off. You go to other fucking cities because you are trying to make your way to Vesperpool so that you can get on a boat, get over to Altissia. Um, you meet back up with them later as you are trying to restore power to a town uh, and you have to like go into this like power plant, you're fighting bad dudes and stuff and there's like this dude in like a full safety gear uh, and his face is covered but you're like, oh man you fight just like Gladio man <laughs> and uh, of course, sh- sure enough it is Gladio at the end of the scene. Uh, and he's like, oh, dude, I've been training. Dude, don't worry about it. I'm, I'm stronger now. But he's got like this huge cut across his chest. And you're like, what the fuck happened? Uh, they don't explain it in the game because you got to pay for the DLC to fucking learn why he has that cut. Oh, terrible. Um, after that, you guys get back together. You're like, cool, let's head to Altistia, which is this is when the game uh, basically tells you, hey, uh, if you enjoy the open world and want to do more of that, you should just go and, and do that now because the rest of the game is going to be linear. Uh, it's and, long and linear and makes no sense. Yeah. And like goes off the fucking deep end. Cause I, I know that like my recollection of this game, cause I, both of us played this game when In it came out where we are, you know, very loose on it now the story i i'm actually reading a book uh called the future or the dawn of the future uh which is all of the cut stuff from the game um or at least the, the stuff that was planned to be put in and so like i've got some recollection of it and you know i've, I've gone through like a, a, a brief synopsis of it because like the problem with it is that those are the first six chapters of the game there are 15 chapters in this game once you enter, I believe, chapter seven, that is when it is on rails to the end of the game. Really, there isn't like a lot that happens in that in those six chapters. It is King gets killed. You go to city to city to city, just trying to piece together a team to put together a game plan to get you across the water to Altissia. That is that is the whole six chapters and it's just meeting all the different characters that should be important through the rest of this game. The problem is, is that a lot of them don't fucking matter. Like I, I, I know that I've briefly gone over like core. He's the king. The, you know, he's the head of the King's slave. He doesn't matter past this point. Ravis. I will get to Ravis when it comes to him, but he doesn't like he's, he's very important in the moment that he's there. And never seen again for the rest of the game. Like, isn't there immortal lady that you're friends with that drops yes. out of the bag of helicopters or something? So there, uh, well, uh, you might have them. Yeah, uh, that you're. I think you're thinking of Gintiana, who is she is the one that has basically been Lady Lunafreya's like guardian or keeper for most of her childhood because she's like, oh, you are the Oracle. I need to train you, kind of thing. Um. And which she has a big reveal later. But the cool thing about Gintiana is that, like, she just kind of shows up whenever she wants to just kind of, like, point Noctis in the right direction. Uh, she does it throughout the game to be like, hey, you need to go and talk to Ramu. He's this way. Uh, and it's great because if you are taking pictures with Prompto, um, 
which I I love taking pictures in the game. I think that is one you didn't of even the, explain who Prompto is. Like we didn't even oh go. Oh my over god, we character. didn't even go over the boys, did we? Okay, f- nope. Let's back up. Let's go to the boys. All right, there's four dudes in your crew. There's Noctis. That's you. That's the king, uh, or the now king, uh, former prince of Insomnia. Uh, there's Ignis, who is basically your mom. Uh, he cooks. <laughs> he likes to cook, and he always says, "Oh, I've come up with a new recipe." Like every five minutes in the. He's the hoity-toity Brit. So yeah. Noctis is like your emo whatever yeah uh uh very apathetic ignis is your hoity-toity britishman yeah uh gladio Uh, is the big buff uh dad of the game um he's like your bodyguard yeah and he's got like he's he's got the like the big brother complex who's always kind of like knocked you need to do this you know and then you've got Prompto, who is your best friend. Uh, and Prompto is kind of like the goofball of the of the troop, right? Um, he yeah, loves taking pictures. About, I got something to say about Prompto when we get to it. That makes no fucking sense, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, okay. So, uh, but with Gintiana, it's cool because if you are taking pictures of Prompto, uh, since she kind of just like hangs out, she'll just appear. Uh, there, there is a trophy that is just snagging a picture of her that, like, she just photo bombs in. Like, feeling, you stealing my shit. Is that what you were going to? Like- yeah, because she can just appear at any time in the game, and it's it's cool. Um, it scared the shit out of me though because I got the trophy and I was like, "What is that?" Um, and then like I started going through my pictures, and every once in a while you would see Gintiana just standing in the background, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this like ring shit?" Like, I would assume your problem with it is the RNG factor that goes into it. Um, it's completely and absolutely random. There's nothing yep. you can do. You just have to keep taking photos and camping and we'll we'll get to, we'll get to that when we talk about the yeah. trophies and yeah so it, every every boy's kind of got their thing ignis likes cooking uh prompto takes pictures knock likes to fish and gladio likes to take a shirt off or something i don't know uh but yeah so those are your four boys uh you guys are now let's go back into the story um and we are getting to where the linear part is, where you are making your way to Altissia. You get on a boat. They finally get your way over. You've got to do some shady shit to get over there, of course, um, as you are a fugitive kind of um, on the run uh, from the Niflheim army. You make your way to Altissia, and this is when this is when the game has its like highest highs, I think. Um, but also it's kind of like lowest lows just simply because of everything that has to come after it, I guess. I don't know. It uh you get to Altissia, you meet Lady Lunafreya, you start setting everything up, and of course, this is when Arden has to rear his ugly head and go on ahead and just start, you know, completely fucking everything up. Lady Lunafreya tells you, hey, I'm going to talk to Leviathan and get his blessing. And then at that point, we're pretty much like we've we pretty much got most of of the six gods that we need to talk to. Um, by this time, you've done Titan, uh, Ramu. Um, you've gotten this would be Leviathan, your third or fourth one, I think. She goes to have the commune with Leviathan. Arden shows up, stabs her, kills her. And sends leviathan into like a frenzy starts 
wreaking havoc all over the city and you as Noctis are trying to, you know, quell fucking Leviathan as your wife is or, you know, soon to be wife is dying uh, to this dagger wound from Arden. Uh, this is when Arden basically shows that, hey, yeah, I am a bad guy uh, and that we we were <laughs> we are not going to be friends. But this is this is like like this this sequence here is so good because the battle with Leviathan is super fun. Uh and it's like you're you're like surfing along waves and like using your your sword dash to get out over everywhere and have this fight as everything is kind of like falling apart in your hands. All you, the the four boys are like split up. Everyone's kind of like trying to fight off uh all the Niflheim people that are rushing into the city as Arden has let them in and then um at the end of it uh Lady Lou and Friend is like well shit I'm dead um sorry good luck knock you've got to finish uh talking to the other gods these are the gods that like y- you know you've made peace with so far but you really need to get like Shiva and Ifrit and those are like two of the biggest ones and then the final one would be Bahamut that you need to talk to really quick you said that the uh the Leviathan fight ruled that fight sucked ass oh I loved it that fight broke on me in such a way that Mm -hmm. it was like the camera would you have to keep jumping between like its head and its tail Mm -hmm. well I would jump but the camera wouldn't follow oh gosh yeah uh I don't know. Like, did you did you happen to play the um the demo that came out before? No, absolutely not. Not in any way, shape, or form. I bought this game because somebody said like it. You'd like it because it's not turn based. It's like action based. And I watched a second. I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll try it out. And it's like I was liking it in the beginning. And I also thought it was fucking hilarious how like there was Coleman's camping gear and American (laughs) Express and blah blah blah. And then I was like, you know, fuck it. I'm gonna try and platinum in this after I platinumed uh. Uh, Watch Dogs 2 because I start that this was the beginning of when I got the platinum bug but like towards the end of that game when I was like digging my heels in this part in particular and some of the end game dungeons there was some weird bug where the camera became untethered from the character and so you there would just be parts where I could not control how it works so I couldn't see where I was there's nothing I could do about it except shut the game down and try to start over and hopefully that wouldn't happen Yeah, like I, I remember having some issues with like, cause this game isn't finished, so like, I, I did have some issues with like controls every once in a while, but it would always be like, it would always be against like the weird like robot bosses where they're like the big ass Niflheim robots, mm-hmm. um, cause it would always like their weak point or the point where you have to get to like stagger them or whatever would always like i i just can never get to it or finish that last little hit to keep it going um so i always had trouble with like those the the ones that were bigger but like leviathan i didn't really have too much trouble with and like you get through the fight but it puts too much strain on noctis i mean he just watched his fucking love die um and then he of course had to fight a fucking god um right there but it leaves him unconscious as he drifts into the water this is when lady lunafreya has her last little piece uh with noctis she basically says hey sorry things can turn out better i love you but like you need to you need to move on you need to get the power of the kings and you need to put a stop to this uh and then she gives her goodbye and it's a very very beautiful scene that i was bawling at um 
but like I, I I've got my problems with it because at the same time, like I, I was really sad, and then like an hour or two later, I was just kind of like, well. I didn't really spend a lot of time with Luna Freya. She just kind of shows up in Altissia and it's just like, hey, let's get married and I'm going to go talk to Leviathan and die at the same time. So it's not like Final Fantasy VII where you spend, you know, a good 15 hours with with Aerith and then, you know, she's dead. Like, it, you, you don't get a lot of time with her. You, all the time that you get of her is just stuff in passing and people telling you, like, God, you guys are such a good couple together. I'm like, really? Because I haven't fucking seen her the whole fucking game. Like, where is she? she she'll talk to me every once in a while, like, by way of uh, these dogs, Umbral and Astral, that will run in between you know, the cities with notes to each other, little love notes, like passing in school or something. But like, you don't actually get to spend time with her. Like, so a, a, a little part of me is lost in it. Cause I'm like, man, this is so beautiful. I really wonder like, what would it have been like if I did get to spend 10 hours with this character, you know, um, or at least built a relationship between Noctis, uh, and Luna Freya, uh, like on screen versus just kind of what people say, you know, um, after this though, you wake up in Altissia, uh, your boy Ignis is, of course, sitting next to you in your bed um, as you regain consciousness. You turn and look over at him, and you notice uh, that he's he's definitely wearing a different pair of glasses, and he's got these scars around his eyes now. Uh, and this is the moment you realize that Ignis is now blind. Um, this part makes no fucking... Like, this is a... They, they pulled out part of the story and just like, hey, uh... Shit's changed. Yeah. What? It so, makes no fucking sense. It doesn't. Um, there's a and DLC, though, like, that you could pay for uh, and figure uh, out what happened. Like this, tech, this is not even the last time skip. This is just... Isn't. Cur- there's another one after this. And then there's another one. that. As we're talking about this, so I was coming into big. this... I was coming into this podcast thinking, like, yeah, it, was, it had some p- faults, but I'll stand up for it. And I'm starting to realize this was a bad video game. It is. It like it, that. That's the thing is it, there's so much like really cool stuff because everything that they build, like the the set pieces that they have, um, the moments where you have to fight fucking Titan and Ramu and Leviathan, those are all so fucking cool. But the thing is, is that it's all like nothing it is it is they are set pieces and that is it there's no substance to them at all let's finish let's kind of like maybe put it into fifth gear here and kind of like speed through it so after this you wake up you gotta go around get the last couple um your boys are fighting with each other all mad you don't know why because you've been asleep or whatever yeah you've been asleep for a a few days um and all all the boys are kind of like you know lady lunafrey is dead we don't have an oracle anymore now arden's got full power he's the oracle of darkness obviously um oh yeah there's like some whole story that we totally skipped over was it called the the star Star scourge people are turning into demons and there's a bad bad thing from beyond the stars and you gotta stop it's it's, yeah this game is plot on top of plot on top of plot and none of them it is none of them layer well it it, it's like making a sandwich uh but instead of like putting all the stuff with in between bread it's like putting something and then putting a piece of cardboard and then putting 
else so that you you keep them separate, but it makes it inedible. The the problem with it is is that it it is a lot of that, and that, you know JRPGs can be that, especially when you are trying to make a sixty to eighty hour game, right? But the thing a lot is, of good sixty to eight hour RPGs, but okay, right? <laughs> but and that's the thing is that this game was it went through development hell, like it was in development for ten years. It was never going to be a good game. Like, um, it could have been. It could have been a great fucking game. Um, it, it isn't though, but yeah, so you, you wake up and you're, you're trying to figure out, you've got to find Shiva, you've got to find Ifrit and you've got to find Bahamut. You have no clue where to find any of them. And you're trying to just kind of go around the world at this point as more and more people are kind of turning into these daemons. Um, say that word again, daemons, cause that's how they are. It, there are demons and there are daemons. They're two that's different. Yeah. All right. No, yeah, they're two different things. Um, this sucks. Continue. Yep. So you go on. Uh, at this point, the party splits a little bit more. Um, uh, Prompto goes away for a little bit to do his thing. Uh, he's kind of he's like, I've, I've just got to figure something out. And <laughs> just fucking he, he hops on a train or no, no, no. Sorry. Let me rewind. You guys hop on a train because you're like, fuck this. We're going to Niflheim. We're just going to go knock on the doors of the big bad city um you the train doesn't get there uh prompto the train gets attacked prompto falls off the train much like in winter or captain captain america with the winter soldier he falls off the train you're like oh no prompto you're like well we'll find him again later um and then you start making your way to uh the imperial capital of grelea and you want to get back the crystal that they stole from insomnia, which is what gives the Kings their power. Um, obviously you don't get there. Arden shows up in a big, bad way. Um, but this is when uh, like, Oh God, it's such an infuriating part of this game. Um, it's a really cool part because Arden's like, he's got the blow and he's going to swing at you. And then all of a sudden he stops and turns to ice and that is when gentiana stands uh shows and stands her uh, oh my god shows herself behind him standing there and she has turned everything into ice on the train and she's like hey i'm shiva <laughs> and I was oh, like, yeah. okay i was like you know what i get it makes sense sure why not she's shiva and in this part um if you played the game before what was it uh i don't know the date like february of 2017 um you probably got confused because that's about it and she's just like i give you my blessing and then she she hits uh arden who shatters immediately and you're like oh well he got away somehow um but this is actually where they they go back into the game and they patched in a lore dump uh so now you can go back in and play it the the second way and she will basically just be like okay here's what's going on and she tells you the whole story she's like there's this star scourge it's turning people into fucking zombie demons and uh arden uh is actually your like great 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 uncle um or like grandfather from the fucking past he's been alive for like two thousand years um, and he is the source of that now because he wanted to be, and he was, um, the heir to the throne, but because he was gifted by the gods, uh, to have a power to heal these people with the star scourge that were turning in them into demons, he could not accept the power of the Kings because of all the like 
bad juju going into his body because he was basically just absorbing it. Um, this is this is a part uh, that was. I, I think that DLC came out for for Arden, but by this time I I gave up on the DLC and I was like I don't give a fuck about this game anymore. Um, but yeah, that's what he does is he uh, do, he can't become the king because he's got too much bad energy in him. Uh, his little brother actually becomes the king, and he is who is your like head of the bloodline that brings you to Noctis. Uh, Gintiana explains all this basically in a quick like blurb where you can just keep kind of like asking like okay now tell me about like this and that and it's really fucking annoying because she's basically just telling you like hey we cut this part out I'll just tell you what happened (laughs) this is kind of like the turning point where like I really start to have uh, a lot of problems because it's like you can do lore dumps in games. Uh, Res- we just talked about Resident Evil uh, and Resident Evil 7 and 8, and they both do lore dumps in you know similar ways uh, towards the end of the game. But those feel like a part of those games. Those feel like very much like you know they led you to this point so that you could learn like why Lady Demetrescu turned into the like vampire thing that she is and like why heisenberg does thing gintiana is simply there to inform you of this stuff because they forgot to fucking put it in the game and then they patched it in later so yeah you get you know shiva's blessing you move on you keep going uh this is when arden is like okay you've learned everything uh you now know what's going on um and oh the last thing Shiva tells you is like, oh yeah, beware of Ifrit. That's like my old ex, and you know we don't we don't do things well. And also Arden might already like kind of have him uh, in his graces. So you go on, you meet Arden, you get to the city, and you're like trying to get to your crystal. This is where you run back into Prompto, and he is like fucked up. He is like shooken up and he's just like, man, he's like, uh, everything changed for me. And like, you, you don't know what I've been through and you don't know what's going on. And like, I, I, I might not even be human. And Noctis is like, that's cool. You're still my bro. Um, and- All right. I want to talk about this. Hold on. Stop. <laughs> yeah. You were glossing over how this goes. Here's how this goes. Yeah. You find Prompto and he's all like emo and weird. He's like, oh, I'm not having a good day, blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, oh, okay, come with me. Then you fight these like enemies from the bad empire that are like, I don't know, they're just, they're robots, but you don't know that. They're just kind of like people, yeah. but they explode. So you're like, oh, they must be like cyborgs or whatever. And then out of nowhere, fucking Prompto goes, I'm just like that. I'm actually not real and yep. I'm a. I'm a fake robot person. And it's like, where did any of this fucking come from? There was nothing. I've been playing this game for 40 hours. And at no point did Prompto seem anything else than like the resident fuckboy of this group. And now he's like, I'm a fucking husk without a soul robot, man. It's like, and I'm just sitting there like, what? What the fuck? Right. And here's the problem with that. There's two really glaring problems with that. Uh, this is another part that is kind of conveniently cut out of the game because Niflheim was supposed to be a massive city for you to explore. It's not. It's just hallway. Like, if you played Final Fantasy 13, and when I say hallways, it's kind of like that. You kind of just keep going forward, you know? Um, 
And when you can't go forward, you walk backwards and just go down the second path. It, it's it, it's not good, but in that area, you're supposed to learn like, oh yeah, th- this is what Niflheim's been up to is that they are making like these uh like cyborg people that can just fucking blow up when they don't need you anymore. Um, and they use is, them as spies and assassins. Yeah, and it's supposed to be like a secret spy. Is that what they're kind of yeah. like? What? That, yeah, that, that is sucks. that's what Prompto is basically meant to be. Is he is meant to, and that's 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 another big thing because there are also there, I think there were five like anime OVA episodes that came out before the game that were supposed to like get you familiar with the boys and kind of give you all their backstories together. Uh, it's called Final Fantasy 15. I think it's called Brotherhood. Uh, and in this, it shows Prompto as a, a younger character, like like it does Noctis, like as a kid, and shows them growing up together. And Prompto is also kind of like like a chubby little boy, um, who you know obviously becomes the slim you know fucking fuck boy that he is but i'm like okay so when did he turn into a cyborg was he always can cyborgs age yeah do they like what's what is the like physiology the biology behind this this character all right let's move on exactly so yeah you you run into him he's all shaken up you keep going uh and then you're finally all the boys are back together again you go up you have a big boss fight with the emperor of Niflheim and uh Ravis actually who is a demon he's dead uh they killed him off screen although if you play the Ignis uh DLC you actually he dies in that <laughs> so you know it's not in the main game you have to pay extra to to see you know this this main you know Luna Freya's fucking brother who gets murked off fucking screen in a dlc you know that's what you got to go through to get that also it explains how ignis loses his eyesight uh which was uh because he put the ring of kings on and they were like oh we're gonna give you some power but you don't have vision anymore um which is just like that's such a major fucking part of this game that they just cut out for dlc but you know whatever uh you get to the crystal and you're like, finally, we're going to do this. And Arden's like, oh boy, you guys just walked into my trap. And then like splits you all up, throws fucking Noctis into the crystal and is like, this is what I've been waiting for. But he's like, we are going to have a fight one day and I am going to kill you. But what I need you to do is I need you to become the king. I need you to take the powers of the king, become the king, and then I will kill you and your bloodline in the power of the kings, and then I will rule. Um, as kind of his revenge on his brother, who you don't even fucking learn about in the game. Um, and, like, his whole motivation is, you know, that, because he is actually of the the fucking same bloodline as Noctis and he's just butthurt because he couldn't become king and his brother didn't want to heal everyone because you know what are you going to do save everyone one by one or are you just going to kill all the demons when they happen um which is again story that is not in this game that is stuff for you to figure out after it uh 
this is when the game does some weird stuff. You go into this crystal and you have like a conversation with Bahamut who is inside the crystal. And he's like, hey, uh, I'm going to give you my power. He's like, you're going to become the king. But the thing is, it's like you're going to have to work for it. And you're like, oh, OK. So you like kind of have this like little like I think it's a like mostly scripted fight with Bahamut. And then he's like, all right, cool. You're ready to become the king. Uh, this is what it entails. And then kind of does another quick lore dump where it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, this is how the king's uh, powers have come. Uh, it's because of the Star Scourge and like Arden, you know, is is what is causing that now. Basically, he is he is the Oracle of Darkness that keeps it spreading in uh, this world. Um, you then exit the crystal and everything is dark and you're like, what the fuck is going on? It looks like Arden has been doing a lot of shit, right? And then you notice that Noctis has facial hair now and he's older and 14 years have passed. <laughs> so stupid. Right. And it's just like, it's like, what the, and again, this was another moment where I was just like, holy fucking shit. Are you serious? Like, this is fucking wild. And this is like the third time skip in this game. It, I, exactly. And it's just like, oh my God. But then you have to go and you like, you go back to, uh, uh, you know Sid and your boys meet you up and you're like it's been fucking 14 years what have you been up to we're we're holding back these you know demons but like the world is mostly dark now and we haven't seen light in forever and we need you to go kill Arden so that we can get the world back Uh, this is when you make your final trek to insomnia uh, to slay Arden Um, it's great there's some great fights along the way you fight uh, uh, like a behemoth you fight Ifrit um both of those fights are great um definitely would never use the word great in relation to this game but continue i don't see that's the thing is like i feel like there's there's some great stuff it's just that everything else in it is is shit (laughs) but you get to the city you get to the crown city um you get to the palace fight different kill him and as you progress through to make to the final battle I think the game does something really brilliant where it stops you and is just like, hey, we can't go do this fight with you. Like, we will be a hindrance to you. Like, you need to fight Arden 1v1. Um, And everyone kind of has that, like, knowledge of, like, you are going to go into this fight and die. Like, it's not going to come out with one person on top of you. It's both of you are going to die in this fight. Uh, Which, it does one really, really cool thing where it's like, do you want to take a picture with you? And you go through every single picture you've taken in the game and you just look at them to find the one picture you take with you to that fight. And then like at the end of the game, it shows like the picture. It's like, Oh cool. Whatever, you know, but yeah. So beautiful moment with the boys. It's sad. Cause you're like, Oh man, this is where our, our, our adventure ends together. You go in, you have your big final fight with Arden. And honestly, I think this boss fight is really fucking cool. It's really fun. Um, it it's really flashy you're both just like zooming around the city just like flying through the air just mashing into each other um of course you slay arden uh which consumes all of your power and your uh you know life force to to live and you also die in the process of killing arden uh thus ending quote maybe the the star scourge um spoiler it doesn't end um but this is where the game ends 
um, with both of you dying, and then there's like that like touching, like oh everything's fine, and and you see the picture sitting on the throne, uh, and you know you see like kind of this like image of of Lunafreya and Noctis sitting together, uh, what seems to be the afterlife together, and you're like oh they get their their ending together, you know great, and and the boys are all doing their thing by themselves, uh, living on you know the life of three fuck boys and insomnia this is where the game ends i really like really quick with that you could pick any photo because like you're supposed to pick a nice touching photo of all your friends i've seen the meme of a lot of people like taking photos of like cindy's butt yeah but like i i think i was if i'm not mistaken i i found like just a picture the one that i took was like literally just the picture of like a rock you know like (laughs) It was just like you can pick any picture, and it's like I'm gonna pick this dumb fucking picture because I didn't give a shit at that point. I think I took like the dumb, like this, you know, the safest, which was the you take a picture right before you jump on the boat to Altissia, which is like you and Cora and Sydney and everyone together. I think I took that one with me. Um, I don't remember what I took. I just remember I took something stupid because it made that scene a lot funnier. Right. <laughs> yeah, cause I've seen people with the uh, like the sombrero, uh, like Noctis, and it's just like what? Like, because there's there are a lot of weird crossovers with this game. Um, but yeah, there's like a like a matador outfit, and like Noctis can wear a sombrero. And it's really weird. But there's also like a, an Assassin's Creed. Uh, oh yeah, costume there's you can like wear. Assassin's Creed costume. It's it's a mess. There's a, but... there's, there was a tie-in with this in Assassin's Creed Origin because you can get fucking Noctis's sword in Assassin's Creed Origin. Right. Uh, man, and that thing was overpowered. Uh, so this uh, this is where I'd I'd say uh, the game ends, right? And when we all agree, like I I kind of like the end because it it is kind of like a sadder ending. Like it doesn't end with like a big triumph and, you know, fanfare. It's just like, no, like you had to die to make this happen. Um, that isn't the end though. Uh, there were three DLCs that were planned there were like and, DLCs. and, and they never released because, uh, Tabata left the company and they decided to just cancel everything on final fantasy 15 past that. Um, but they do, there were four DLCs that were planned after the first four, which were Arden, Lunafreya, uh, Aranea, and then Noctis was going to be the final one. And what you were supposed to learn was that, uh, during, during Arden's, it basically explains that he is the, the being that holds the star scourge on, on the world and he will keep spreading it. He is the, the focal point. Right. But the problem is, is that when he dies, uh, it has to move to somebody else and they become the next one. And when he stabs Luna Freya, it goes into her. And when she dies, she didn't actually die. She's just asleep at the bottom of the ocean in Altissia becoming the next bad Chris, guy. Chris, you have to stop talking about this game. And then I'm, I'm, I want to die. And then you find out in the 14 year gap as you play as Aranea that Luna Freya is actually the one spreading the Star Scourge as she's trying to redeem herself. And then you're supposed to play as Luna Freya doing that and becoming like clean again. And then you play as Noctis 
in the final one you're supposed to it's actually you team up with Arden to defeat this this star scourge with Lunafreya and I think Aranea um and it was there was going to be a happy ending where uh everyone is still alive uh despite how the game technically ends and like Lunafreya and, and Noctis have a couple kids and they're like barbecuing and Arden's even there and it's all big happy family at the end um that didn't happen because this game was dog shit and did not get there so uh yeah that's uh that is Final Fantasy 15 kind of in a nutshell I know I skipped a lot I I would say play this game but like at the same time maybe don't Maybe don't play this game. It's not a good. I, went, I really did think I was gonna like say like this is a middling to okay game. Now I'm like this is a fucking terrible fucking game. I fucking hate this game more than when we started. Because <laughs> yeah. now I'm remembering all the small parts about playing this game. I took a I took like a week's break in the middle of playing this to go play other things because it was fucking pissing me off. Yeah. Um. It's a, it's a this mess. game is long and so what you haven't talked about is what the actual game is. The game is Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. The game is yeah. there there is that when you fucking fight something, imaginary walls go around and then you get, mm-hmm. you know, it's basically mash X to throw sword and then every once in a while you can stop time to do an effect or switch to one of your buddies and make them do something. But really it's just mash X mash X max X. Oh, what are they weak to? Do a lightning spell. Yeah. It's fucking boring. And and which when you think about it, who was the soul like head of this game for for such a long time it was tetsuya nomura and you i know, know who that is he's he is the the creator of kingdom hearts oh that fucker all right yeah so i mean I, like again like i i like kingdom hearts i hope we talk about kingdom hearts one day on the show i but not all the kingdom hearts games i've never played them Ooh, uh you would like the first one okay. <laughs> but like you know it's i, I, I want to talk about shit now this game yeah. sucks yeah. And let me explain why. <laughs> 80 fucking side quests have to be done to get the platinum to this game. And you know what the side quests are like in this game? They're all exactly the same. Yeah, it's like hey, go kill this three, monster, come back. I need you to go kill a lobster. Yeah. To, for me to put in my cup noodle. I forgot about the cup, cup noodle. noodle. Oh my god. There's a there's a sponsored quest to learn how to make cup noodle. Uh, the like every quest is the same. It's go over here, do one thing, go over there. Yeah, and it's it gets fucking boring. If you do eighty fucking times, like I was looking at it, and uh, yeah, it said eighty. I think I completed twenty. I have the trophy for (laughs) twenty. So I have the trophy for eighty, and it sucks shit. I I tried to do as much as I because I during that like the hunts were kind of fun for me for a little bit, and then there was a point where I was just like, uh, I'm just bored of this like i just want to move on yeah know? there's a hunting side quest but that's just the same thing it's just kill it's, yeah just go kill this monster enemies yeah. the the other thing that took forever is so everybody in your party has a specific like because you're basically on a camping trip on those first parts before you learn that your dad's dead mm-hmm. the whole dad dying thing i think you didn't explain but like I played 20 to 25 hours before I got to that part because oh you can do all the side quests. Right. Because that's the open world. You don't learn in about the dad dead in it's until you do like four or five chapters of this game and then they give you all these side quests. I'm like, well, I got to do them anyway. And so, like, I'm just sitting here 
camp you basically are on a camping trip so everybody's got a skill like noctis is good at fishing there's a whole fishing side game and mm-hmm. doing all of the fishing is boring fucking ignis is good at cooking and you have to get ingredients so that you can get buffs every time you're done uh camping and the i will say the food in this game looks amazing it does look good yeah i this game does look really good like it's i i think you could even play it now and just be like oh yeah this is still a pretty game you know it's mid what early kind of um i guess mid ps4 life span right but yeah it's it looks like when you see the food though you're just like well like could you have been doing something else than like rendering out this food and like designing this like you could have been making your side quest more fun no i'd rather have i'd rather have the good food uh (laughs) fucking gladio gladios is survival and it's literally just how many steps have you taken you have to and then proptos is the photography and for trophies you have to get each one of these to level 10 and it takes a fucking long time like the only one that's easy is gladios because you just leave the game on overnight and you rubber band your controllers together and just walk around in a circle Mm. but like for the fishing one you have to go to every single one of these fishing holes and catch an ungodly amount of fish for Ignis's, you have to cook so many dishes, but you can only cook one dish a night. So you have to get ingredients. You have to cook the dish, go through the animation, watch it, let the game run through all this, and then camp again and do that over and over and over again. Because by the end of the game, if you, you know, if you, when you, they let you go back into like the free run mode, because mm-hmm. there's like end game dungeons and other things, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it's like, fine i've done all this and now i just have to sit here and just fucking cook the same meal over and over again it takes two minutes to get everything and then promptos is you have to take photographs which are like his attack when he's jumping around you can instead of instead of like i'm gonna fight this guy with a sword it's like hey prompto take photographs of us fighting with swords yeah and then you can only hold 10 of them at a time 15 if you get an item and then once you have to take 15 photographs you have to camp so that you can develop them and it's just fucking boring yeah um you have to get all 13 royal arms. You get seven of them, I think, in the story. So it's like six more endgame dungeons, which are long. Yep. And you're only doing them to get this item. And that is the second time where the game, like the Vine fight was the first time it broke on me. And then there were some dungeons where it's just like, yeah, you, you just walk through a part and the camera can't follow you. Yeah. It's also it's- too fucking dark in those dungeons. Like, I remember explicitly, like, having to turn up the brightness on my TV just so I could navigate some of them. Because, like, I don't know, like, the lighting in this game isn't great for me. Or at least it wasn't for me, but, like... But the worst fucking, like, this is the trophy that sucks for this game, is there is a end game... So if you do all of the hunts, Mm -hmm. if you do every hunt side quest, you get the last one... And that there's a gold trophy called Tortoise Toppler for defeating the Adamantoys, which is a giant turtle, like oh, the size yeah. of a mountain turtle. This is a one to two hour boss fight. Yeah. It it's is not just a bullet sponge. That's it all is it just, is. It's not even that hard. It can barely hit you. You can you can pretty much avoid fighting that whole time. I got hit once the whole time. But it's literally you have the I got one of the best weapons I could. I ate all the buffs and whatever. And it's just like, yeah. This thing has a million hit points, and it's got enough def- defense that every time you hit it, you do two damage. That's not the exact numbers, but you know yeah. what I'm saying. So it's literally just sitting here and just X, X, X. Oh, I got to move out of the way. X, X, X. Oh, I got to move back over here. Fuck, that was boring. Yeah. Why did I go for the platinum in this game? Um, 
I don't know, because, like, I... This was before I was, like, addicted like I was now. I should have been like, fuck this and moved on. But, like, this game is... Bo- and then, yeah, that immortal photobomb to get Gen Tiana or whatever Tiana, it is. Yeah. And, it's literally, you just have to keep taking pictures and then randomly she'll pop up. There's yep. nothing you can do to do that. Yep. Oh, there's one that's... Uh, so every time that you get one of the gods on your side, you get a summon. Except yeah. you really don't because the summons are random. Yeah, you you have you to like get... meet like specific like uh, conditions during a fight, which is usually like you're fucking dying, basically. Yeah, you have to be dying, but you have to be dying and do this thing. And it's just like so you need one of these to show up. But it's like, yeah, they're they're fucking hard to show up. They um, are very cool though. Like those I animations wanna... are awesome. Yeah the the what's the what's the old guy with the power with the lightning powers? Oh, uh, Ramu. Who? Ramu. Yeah, he shows up pretty cool. He just like yeah. comes out of the closet like, what's up? I got lightning. Look, I thought I had more to say about this game, but I'm just a defeated man right now. Like, fuck this game. Yeah. I wanna I wanna say that it's not fun. The story I, I makes know, no Nope, nope. I think the gameplay is kind of fun. Like it's, it is. I I think the gameplay is fun. I think the open world was fun to explore. I think that there's some fun stuff to do. I just think that like, if, if you do go play this game, if you are playing this game in 2021, 2022, just like enjoy the open world as long as you can. And when you're ready to just get over with it, then hit Altissia and, and just, you know, beeline it to the end of the game because listen, that's all listeners you listeners it's ryan now i want you to listen to me very carefully chris is lying to you do not play this game chris is a monster who sucks your soul out of your your being by you playing final fantasy 15 and then you play it and it's bad and it like it makes it makes them younger you're like some sort of you're, you're a fucking I'm a succubus. you're a fucking witch based off final fantasy 15 this game sucks i am like so fucking over ever talking about this game again <laughs> see the and that's my thing with it is that like the story beats that are high they're really high but the problem is is that you have to slog through a bunch of shit to get there and i really just like i don't think it's worth it i think there are 14 other final fantasy games soon to be you know 15 other final fantasy games in the main line series that are just infinitely way more worth your time um, is this the worst mainline final fantasy okay you know what that's what this discussion is now mm. is this the worst mainline final fantasy game I, man, I'm gonna hurt a lot Let me of think really uh, quick. I haven't played every single one. I ranked, we did a stream with, I did a stream with Rocco where we ranked them all, and I spoke like, this game's okay. And I'm starting to realize I was talking out of my ass. This game sucks. <laughs> okay. Is, let's, let's go really quickly. Just yes or no questions. Is Final Fantasy 15 better or worse than Final Fantasy 1? I, I would take Final Fantasy yeah, 1 over Final Fantasy 15. I wouldn't. I, I think I'd play 15 over 1. I would rather play Final Fantasy 1. Would you rather play Final Fantasy 2 or Final Fantasy 15? 15. Fuck. Uh, no, I don't know. See, would you rather I, play I, Final Fantasy? I do have a, a list, which I, I call my definitive list of the Final Fantasy uh, mainlines. Uh, where is this? Number what? Eighth. Eight. I'm because, gonna go because the highs in this game are really high. Granted, I do have it above Final Fantasy VII, but that's just me. Uh, 
I'm sorry, what? This podcast is canceled. Turn this shit off. You're fucking... I hate you. This sucks. Cancel this. Rename this the worst episode of this podcast. Stop listening to our podcast. That's not funny. It's, um... I don't know. I rate this game... Hold on. I rate this game on a fun factor as a two. And on a should you platinum this or not, I'm going to give it a five. The, they're long. They're not hard. They're just kind of boring. You can get the platinum, but it'll take you 80 hours. Should you do it? No. Can you do it? Yes. I, Fuck you. For, Better than Final <laughs> Fantasy VII? Fuck you. Strictly, from, strictly because I... The, the story highs of Final Fantasy VII are, are pretty good, right? They're really good. And and I don't think that there's as much, like, shittiness to it. But I do think from a gameplay perspective that Final Fantasy XV does do a lot of things that I like more than Final Fantasy VII. Like, if I were to sit down today Kate to Sith, play... Kate Sith is a better fleshed-out character than Noctis. Yeah, but yeah. And you're gonna call this game not as good as Final Fantasy 15. Fuck you. Yeah, I I don't know. I just I think that there are a lot of moments in 15 that just hit me harder, I guess, than seven. I don't know. I I have such a history with seven that like I I don't know. It it just never was my my Final Fantasy growing up. You know, like I it I, wasn't mine either. The first time I ever played Final Fantasy seven to completion was in 2018. I beat this whoa, game in no fucking way. Yeah, because I was never that big on Final oh, Fantasy when I was a kid. Except I had Final Fantasy one on NES, and I thought that was fun. And then I haven't played any of the other. This See, this was the second Final Fantasy game I had ever beaten. I, all the Final Fantasies that I've played have been played after this. I the Except last for Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. I think the last time I played Final Fantasy VII was like in two thousand. Uh, maybe it, I. I don't think it was high. I did play it through high school, like two thousand seven. But I think I played it again, like two thousand nine, two thousand ten, and like you know, I had a good time with it and everything. But um, I, I don't know. It, it, I I just think that like. I just think you're a crazy person in the greater picture of it all. Like reading, like reading the book and, and watching the anime and the movie and everything that builds into 15. I think there's a lot of really cool stuff where seven, I feel like it's, it's neat. It's contained. It's its own thing that is getting, Ooh, man, I could, I could really drive a knife. Cause I, I personally hate, Final Fantasy 7 remake how it ends um okay I, I, we're I, done here no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> we're done this this podcast is canceled no because like it's the thing is is I see exactly where remake is going it is doing that Tetsu Unimura bullshit where I'm like no. I'm falling out of it like I played all the I've played every single Kingdom Hearts game Final Fantasy 7 remake is so fucking cool and I it's can't wait great. to see where it goes. it is great it, I, I really like 7 yeah, remake I would say I'll say this I'll give you this I would play 7 remake over Final Fantasy 15 I, I would do that um but, but it's but it's a remake, so I don't really count it like as a part of the main series. Right? Final Fantasy VII regular is far and away a better game th- than this game, and I cannot believe that we're having this discussion. For- this is like what's better, Betamax <laughs> or 4K Blu-ray? <laughs> well, I mean, there will be people that argue it for sure, but like for me, like eleven, eight, fifteen. 
seven and four are all kind of in there together um in my list i have them ranked in that order um but i am also like that is one of my things i'm actually doing right now is i'm replaying through every single final fantasy uh and what i've done so far is like i'm currently on nine i've done uh eight fourteen six uh six i'm also playing through with my wife because she's never played it uh i recently played through 12 i play through five every year almost uh 11 i've actually been going through it again a little bit um but i don't think i need to experience that whole game again um and then i've done four ten and i just downloaded 13 to play it again uh and then i need to do uh three two one of course but like those are kind of like quick and easy and i want to play the pixel remasters for those um but yeah it's like i want those fucking pistol remake they're beautiful i want those cut that out Mm -hmm. i want those fucking pixel remasters on playstation so i can get platinum trophies in them i think they'll be there eventually only shit sucks um okay we gotta wrap this yeah we we gotta wrap up but i'm fucking mad give give your rating (laughs) this game um I think it's a five. I, I think because yep. again, it's it's got some great highs. Uh, gameplay is is good. Gameplay is good for most of the game. Um, even like the equipment system is fine. Uh, I like the magic system a lot. Uh, I know I didn't talk about any of that. Um, the magic system sucks. I, I liked combining you them and, make and spells, and then you use them like well, grenades. Yeah, but it. <laughs> It, I, I really like the junction system and I know I'm like the one person in the world that's going to say that. I like the junction system in Final Fantasy VIII uh, and that's what Final Fantasy XV is. It is just the draw and junction system without the junctioning, I guess. Like You have to draw the mana, keep it, and then you have to craft it. And I'm like, oh, that's fun. I like Because it, it gives like its own personality in the game right it's it's not just oh i learned the spell let's you know now i use fire uh, instead of fire you know um so i kind of like that like i had to craft and there was like a little bit more strategy involved in that but this is the worst game we've ever talked about which is yeah not that, for sure not, for sure not that much to say when you're only on episode, episode four, four. <laughs> it's like it's um, made i had these like ideas to do shitty games and it's like this is making me actively not want to do that ever again it's like <laughs> I I think we should save them like for special times. (laughs) Yes, I feel like we have to talk more about good games than bad games. Because I was gonna I was gonna suggest a game that I hate next, but I feel like now I gotta wait like two months. (laughs) Yeah, like this one. I I even when we were talking about doing this, I was like, I just got to get this one out. I just got to get this one over with. This is I. We were like. <clears throat> you know, I picked the last one. Why don't you pick one, Chris? And he's like, I want to pick Final Fantasy 15. And I was like, that's probably fine. And I'm like, you fucker. <laughs> yeah, because again, this is my therapy. This is where I can get it all out and be like, oh, I'm finally done with Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. And all my yeah. thoughts are out there. And this it's was like, you expelling the, the poison. Yes. So everyone, okay. thank you for joining me on my uh, therapeutic session of just kind of being like, Final Fantasy 15 has some great stuff. But boy does it have a lot of dog shit in it and especially shit that was just cut out of the game in the interest of saving time and money for the the company like this game barely made its money back it did not turn a huge pro like barely a profit for square enix uh which is a big problem when the game before that was final fantasy 14 1.0 which almost sunk the company and before that final fantasy 13 which this game technically kind of 
is the sequel to, but not really right. anymore. We got, so you know, I feel like that. if I don't, st- I don't feel like if I don't stop you, you're gonna just keep talking. <laughs> yes, because yeah, uh, I give it a two. Chris gives five, it a five. Five. I give it a five on a platinum scale. Uh, we're we're done. <laughs> no more. <laughs> no I more. never want to hear the words Final Fantasy fifteen again. But what about the the multiplayer nope, DLC? We're done. <laughs> we're done. Is there viewer mail? Oh, we do. We actually have. Uh, we, we. I need to we hear something one. good so that I I don't have a rest of a shitty night. <laughs> this me- well. Uh, oh no! Uh, <laughs> here we go. Uh, this is from Gav, uh, who does a lot of our like Photoshop stuff. You can see on Twitter. Uh, thank you, Gav, for that. Also, uh, he says, "Hey, Blaze and Ryan, I have a question and a game suggestion for a possible future episode. My question is: with the announcement of a new Saints Row game coming out in 2022, what game series or maybe sequel to one uh, that hasn't seen a release since the seventh generation consoles, the Xbox 360, PS3, Wii, would you like to see?" Uh, make a comeback and then the game suggestion he has says uh, my game suggestion for both of you is metal gear solid 5 the phantom pain having played a little over (laughs) having played over a little hundred hours myself i would love to hear blaze thoughts on the game as a whole uh and hear what it's like to get all the trophies for it thank you for uh your time love the show keep up the great work hey thank you gav uh for the question mgs5 scares me because i think you have to s rank every mission yeah i um i've played a lot of mgs5 i really I like it. A second of it um you you i we've briefly talked mgs in the past you you don't really have you have you played them um i've played one two three and four and oh, Rising. Okay, okay and i have metal gear acid on psp but you have uh, not platinum then correct? no yeah so i could still go back and get the platinum in three pretty easily like that one's easy but for like two mm-hmm. you have to get every single dog tag which means playing the game on every because like they're dog tags that are specific to each difficulty so mm-hmm. you have to like beat that game four times oh fuck that plus it, it was it, yeah i just didn't want to do that and then uh four is just like fuck that mm-hmm. i played that before it had trophy support so like oh, okay after no it, 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 it did have trophy support when i played it but like I had forgotten to download the trophy support patch, so I didn't get any. But it's like fuck it, that's fine. I'm better off this way, so that way I can just play it and not have it on my stained on my record. Right. But like, I don't know. That's something we'd have to talk. I'd have to like really do some research and see what it would take because I I think there's only multiplayer trophies with like the forward operating base shit. But uh, the question was, what game would you like to see a new iteration that was back on like the PS3 generation? Yeah. Hmm. Let me. Why don't you give yours and let me think for a sec. Um. We'll see. Final fit. No. <laughs> uh, oh wait. I know mine. Shut yeah, up. I know mine. I want a sequel to Alpha Protocol. Ooh, that's a good choice. Did you ever play that game? Uh, yeah. I've actually. I played a little tiny bit of it. I. I got it from a like one of my friends was like, "Hey, check this game out," and I was like, "All right." And I played maybe about like an hour of it. I didn't we really give it a lot of time. We should do. I could do an entire episode on Alpha Protocol. I fucking love that game. I think I own it. So like I. Because I think I've, if it's on Steam, I'm pretty sure I own it. Oh, it's definitely, definitely, it's definitely on Steam. Oh well, then I'll check uh, it out, and we can definitely do a show on it. We'll talk about that in the future. Why not? I'll go look at my collection to see if there's a second one while you talk about yours. Let me see. Um, from that era, I think. You know what? Like, I I would love a new Sonic Racing Transformed if they just did a second one of that. Yeah. Uh, because that game is fucking brilliant. That game is so goddamn good. 
Um, and that was a that was a PS3. Although I, I I don't know if that game technically counts as seventh generation uh, because it does also appear on the Wii U uh, and the Vita. But I really do like that game. Um, past that, I. I I, I think Saints Row is actually one I'm really excited for because I like the first two a lot. I like the third one um, enough, but that was the one where I was just kind of like, oh, the it's it's a little too goofy for me, but Are I you like it. Uh, no, 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 me no, right no, I, I, no, I do, no, I love it. I do like I do like three, but I, after three, when they did four, I was kind of like, oh, I don't I don't think I need. I don't think I need the fourth one. So like that was when I exited the series because I was like, oh, this is good. This is kind of like it was kind of the uh, apex I where I was just like, oh, I don't need to play any more of this. This was kind of enough for me. I want to go on record as saying that Saints Row the Third is quite possibly my favorite game of that entire generation, which I think it's free right now in Epic. So like, I don't know if it's it, I, I'm sure well, it'll be gone by the time. Play, but play, There's also a remastered version on four and five. Play it and get the trophies. Don't play it on Epic. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> But um, other than that, I man, I can't. Saints Row One and Two are just whatever. That Saints really? Row One especially is like a. I played Saints Row One on the 360 or oh. or it was yeah, it was on 360, yeah. and it was just like this is just a shitty version, shitty knockoff of of uh, GTA. Mm-hmm. And Saints Row Two, I never got fully into. I was like, is okay, but whatever. Saints Row the Third is brilliant, and everyone dogs on Saints Row Four, but I still think it's better than One and Two. I like two. Um, two is my favorite in that series. I'm worried that this new Saints. I mean, they've only shown a trailer, but it's mm. just like a bunch of kooky kids. And it's like, oh, I think I'm going to hate this because I think it's going to be trying to be like millennials being Saints Row. And like, yeah. that's not what I want. I want Saints Row out of Saints Row the third. I want murder junkie weirdos fucking the worst shit possible. And See, I feel like this is going to be a watered down like. I, I think I would have enjoyed Nancy Drew bullshit. I think I would have been excited for four if I had more time, like away from three. I felt like I it may have been when I played three, like four had been like right around the corner. I felt like either they were too close to each other or it's just like I just needed a little bit more time away from it. Um, because that that was kind of like, oh, I just don't need a fourth one now. And I think if they were like oh, Saints Row 4 is happening this year and it's going to be, you know, that campy side of, like, the GTA genre. Um, I think I'd be like, oh, hell yeah, let's go. But, yeah, I am I'm a little nervous with, like, the direction they're going. But the way that the developers have come out about it and been like, oh, no, look, like, we understand why you kind of feel that way. Just trust us with this. We know what we're doing with it. And I was like, okay, you know what? Let's That's see. So I'm, I'm in mean, judgment. I'm yes. reserving judgment, but but no. After after looking at everything, I, I I'm going to stick with what I said. I'm going to say because the only other thing I would think of was the Force Unleashed, but kind of uh, Jedi Fallen Order kind of is yeah, it's kind of like the evolution of that, of that so, right? So I'm going to go Alpha Protocol. I want another spy RPG, uh, and with that, I feel like we should probably wrap this up. Yeah, I think we're we're pretty safe here. Gav, thank you for the the Thank you Gav. Uh, guys, uh, if but, you want to email us oh. your questions or anything, please email us at i have more trophies than you at gmail.com or you can hit us on Twitter. Uh it's more trophies pod. Uh there's also the the bumper at the end that'll have all that information for you, so. Before we go to give everybody their homework for next time. Ooh. Uh what are we going to be doing next time? Well, you you might have noticed I said I was at 799 platinum trophies. Mm-hmm. It's because by the time we do next time, I'll have number 800 and it will be what we talk about next time. 
So join us next episode for a talk about the 2020 game of the year, Hades. Hell yeah. I can't wait. To, yeah, hell yeah. Hell indeed. Yeah. Uh, what a good fucking game. Well, this has been I have more trophies than you. <laughs> you normally I try to do something witty to go out on, but fuck, this game has ruined me. Uh oh, but we gotta do so I gotta do the thing where I say it so that we can end it on the thing. So yeah, we gotta we gotta make it know, cool. Yeah, hold on. Le- leave all this in. Um fuck. This was man, this game sucked. Uh hey Chris. Hey Ryan. You know what unfortunately is true about Final Fantasy 15? <laughs> <laughs> what is unfortunately true about Final Fantasy 15? When it comes to Final Fantasy 15, I have more trophies than you. <laughs> Just, I'm listening to you talk about the game, and I'm sitting here being like, "Fuck, this is worse than I." I right? I, I was just sitting here being like, "I thought I liked this game. This sucks. This like the it, it's nothing against you, but the more you're talking, I was like, I fucking right? hate this. I know, game. like I because I sat here like for the last week, I have been so deep into Final Fantasy 15 bullshit where I'm just like, I like everything is just like in my head, and I'm just like, I don't know what to say about this because like not a lot fucking happens. It's just kind of like you you run into people and you're like. Oh, you must be important. Oh, I'll I'll never see you again. (laughs) You know, it's just like, oh, man. Hey, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to send us questions, gaming memories, comments, or if you just want to know when the next episode is going to drop, then you can follow us on Twitter at More Trophies Pod. That's M-O-R-E-T-R-O-P-H-I-E-S-P-O-D. That's More Trophies Pod. Also, you can email us at I have more trophies than you at gmail.com. It's just the name of the show, all one word, at gmail.com. Also, be sure to follow Ryan at Dr underscore ryan on twitter you can also keep up to date with his monday night twitch streams office hours at twitch.tv forward slash dr underscore ryan that's dr underscore r-y-a-n dr underscore ryan on both twitch and twitter and follow chris on twitter at burezu in japan now i I know i know what you're thinking don't worry i'm gonna spell it out for you right now that's b-u-r-e-z-u-i-n-j-a-p-a-n it's all one word burezu in japan on twitter and when they are streaming you can check them out at twitch.tv forward slash blaze tk that's b-l-a-z-e the letter T, the letter K on Twitch. Blaze TK. Thank you again so much, everyone. We'll see you in the next episode.